Greetings, beautiful beings, and welcome to The Breathing Bar. I'm Ahuvi, your bartender, today and every day. And I'm so excited that you took the time to spend with me today. And we are continuing to go deeper in our Know Thyself Fall Equinox series. We're on um, number nine, and we'll have two more before we get ourselves prepared to get into this winter solstice, which is going to be very powering if you allow yourself to really receive the and align with the frequencies that are going to be coming to you. But before we do that, as always, let me tell you what I'm sipping on. I am sipping on a tonic. My bitter herbs, I'm sipping on aloe and ginger. And this is something that I do all year round. I love aloe. It's one of my top three herbs of all times. And for the past, what, 35 years, aloe, moringa, Echinacea Golden Seal have been my go-tos for everything. I've added a couple newer ones, um, well, of oregano. Even though I've known about it, that wasn't one of my staples until the past, let's say, seven years. But so every season, I just drink, I always just drink aloe water. I'm really in love with the bitters. And the more I mature spiritually and balance myself out, the more I incorporate bitters in my foods, um, bitters, and what I drink, uh, just to get the balance that we miss because we have been satiated with the salty, sweet, possibly sour, but the bitter gets left to the side. So anyway, that's what I'm sipping on today as we go deeper. And today we're going to be talking about, are you consuming for conservation or are you consuming for consumption? And there's a difference. (laughs) And it's important to really now begin to understand how you consume things. And it's not just food. It's not just material things. How you consume thoughts. And how you consume your response to things. Anything you consume, how you consume what you see, all of this affects your total consumption, which affects your ability to replenish and oxygenate your body, your cells, like they need to. Degeneration happens because we do not replenish the cells like they need to. And most of us know know of this. But I'm going deeper and really getting into the experience of what this means. And I'm exploring this experience I'm having. So we'll start with consuming, you know, conscious consumption is what we've been talking about. But we'll deal with first, are you consuming for consumption or are you consuming for conservation? So for consumption... Each day, we consume different things. And the question goes back to, why are you consuming this? Why are you consuming this? Whether it's the toothpaste that we use, are we consuming it? What's in this toothpaste? Are the elements in this toothpaste aligned with your cells? Is it aligned with regenerating? 
because you're putting it in your mouth. You're intaking it. You have a thought about it. You're consuming. When you drink, what's the first thing that you drink when you wake up? What's the second? What's the third? Why are you consuming? Since our body needs the oxygen, when you consume, are you consuming to increase your oxygenation? Or when you consume it, is it depleting your oxygenation? These are things that we now have to begin to think about when we think about longevity and not just longevity and living in the physical body a long time, but longevity and being able to live in the physical body with a consciousness that supersedes what has been experienced by the masses. Many of us are here for an evolutionary experience, mentally, emotionally, to be able to be in a space, but at the same time, be able to levitate when we want to. Be able to just go and live off of prana for three months if we want to. One, to be able to explore ourselves as ether beings. Explore what it feels like to be able to shapeshift through the different elements and live in the solids, live in the liquids, but at the same time, not have to worry about staying in this gravitational pull, being able to supersede it and come back at will. This is our being able to com- gain command over who we are ourselves and how we shift our particles within us. So when you consume for conservation, how does that look? So consuming for conservation, it's like, okay, today I'm going to drink this water because many times your body's crying for water. Your cells are crying to be oxygenated, hydrated. So you're consuming the water for, cons- for conservation. When you do deep breathing, you're consuming for conservation. When you decide that you're not going to stress out <laughs> over what someone said to you or the lack of finances or all the things that we stress out, Stressing out, you're consuming for consumption. You're releasing your oxygen. You're just spewing your life force energy out. But when you say, hey, I'm going to be in this moment, and I'm going to allow myself just to embrace the reality that I'm in, as I evolve into another consciousness of how I look at it, you're saying, no, I'm going to conserve my oxygen. I'm going to conserve as I consume what I'm experiencing. You're going to consume things because life is about experiences and that's a consumption. Yet, if we can consume it with anguish and stress or we can begin to consume it with just understanding 
It doesn't have to be an emotion, quote unquote. Emotions consume. I mean, they the emotions we consume can also cause us not to hold on to our oxygen. So we each have to take, that's why when you begin to really understand the space of yoga, your own greatest understanding is you. That's your, that's your greatest understanding. But we have to be able to delve deeper into who we are and to be able to explore it from a space of indifference and acceptance. Indifference is a newer word for me to add into my, to my um, repertoire of words. Because life is very indifferent, meaning it is what it is. It doesn't have a title, a judgment. It doesn't have a label. Good, bad, hot, cold, humanity has created that. So when we look at our indoctrination, is it a consumption indoctrination that causes you to lose your oxygen, lose your life force energy because of how you have been taught? Or is it one that teaches you to conserve your oxygen and to be gentle and nurturing? And granted, one is very masculine and one is very feminine. And so depending on where you grew up and what you were indoctrinated with, many times this is how you're going to know where, you're, where you find your balance and how you're going to have to find your balance. I was created in a very consuming reality and it was consuming based around desires and wants. So with that, it was a very it's been a very depleting lifestyle for me. And for years it's like there had to be more. Ever since I was ten, it's like there has to be more. And I remember when I asked my mom, I said, Mom, what about those of us when I was twenty one, right out of college? I got a job in corporate America and I was like, Ah, I don't wanna do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. It was fun. But I said, I don't want to do this because I saw how artificial it was. And I said, Mom, what about those of us who don't want the American dream? And that's what it was called. That was it. That's what it was labeled, the American dream. And my mom just kind of looked at me because she didn't have an answer. And, did I, you know, did I really expect her to? My mother was born in 1936. Her mother was born in 1900, so the beauty is we're not far removed from the simplicity of cons- um, of conserving, even on a physical level. We're not far removed from that, and I'm honored to have experienced and been born when I was born to be able to live a life of conservation as a young child and be able to experience that. So as I got older and started moving into the con- um consuming aspect of consumption it began you know I could see a parallel you know I could see two different realities so mama she didn't know and so I had to honor that because she only knew what she was indoctrinated with her parents only knew what they were indoctrinated with so now we get to today where each of us are this given moment 
And there's parts of us that are so <clears throat> are so unfulfilled, literally unfulfilled. They're not being oxygenated. But yet we can't reach those parts where we're struggling to reach them. I'm not going to say we can't. We definitely can. We just don't know how to maintain that connectiveness. Because as we begin to shift our journeys for consuming, for conservation, we have to maintain a steady link as we begin to oxygenate oxygenate the cells again. It's not going to happen overnight, and it takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of releasing those things that are pulling at our oxygen, pulling at our life force energy. So this is where we are today and over the past um, actually 12 12 days I have been doing um, conscious consumption reels and they're just thoughts, they're just thoughts, just seeds, nothing more than just seeds. And today I really felt it was important just to go deeper into the consumption aspect as we look at the earth, as we look at our, our true needs of just oxygenating. That's our true needs is living in the now and being able to oxygenate. Everything else is just an expanded experience to bring you more understanding and balance of your relationship with yourself. Not just in this realm, but the other realms that also reside within your consciousness and within the universe. So anyway, beautiful beings, that's all we're going to talk about today. I know that one may take a minute to to infuse together. I, p- I pray that I was clear in how I expressed myself today. So you all have a blessed day. And again, I'm just going to sip on my tonic here. And then I'm just going to kind of stay in the space of non-resistance. You all have a beautiful week and we'll talk soon. Give thanks, beautiful beings.